Welcome to America's Horse on America's Trail with the Mustang Discovery Ride. I'm your host, Julianne Neal. Over the next 12 months, we'll be following tip trainers Hannah Catalino and Lisanne Fear, along with Abilene, Bagheera, Chili, Cody, Finn, and Rosette, and of course, Fira and Caillou, as they cross the American Discovery Trail on a quest to bring attention to the plight of America's Mustangs. With a goal of 5,000 miles, 5,000 Mustangs, the Mustang Discovery Ride team hopes to bring attention to adoption into appropriate homes for these living legends. We hope that you'll join Hannah and Lisanne on this journey of a lifetime by following the Mustang Discovery Ride podcast. Enjoy the ride. So, Diana DeRosa, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. It's oh, amazing. it's wonderful. I was with you not too long ago, but uh, we always have such a great time when we're together. I really, I always enjoy working with you. I mean, from, from all the Equus Film and Arts Fest stuff to all the things that we've started doing now on our own, it's always, it's always a pleasure. And I have to say, being together on this Mustang Discovery ride was sort of, you know, it's sort of different. It's we the last day that we were together in Maryland, especially, was just totally different from any project we've ever done. So tell me your thoughts. You've come in as not only you've, you've provided some video, guest videographer, guest sim, videographer, guest cinematographer, but you're also doing some wonderful things for Equus Television. So tell me your part of what's going on with the Mustang Discovery Ride and how that fits into your Equus TV role. Well, I mean, I came along and Lisa asked me if I would come for the Maryland uh, part of this series. And I had just gotten back from doing a lot of things with Equus Television, from the Olympic Games to Equitana USA to a couple of things from the Tryon International Film Festival. And then on my way home, stopped with the Mustang Discovery Ride and um, and basically was there to do photos and some video for you when I could find, you know, good video that would work out or we were in different places. And then along the way, I said to Lisa, you know what, I've got an idea. What if I work on, you know, doing something for Equus Television Network as well to profile everybody? Because I think it's really important for people to know not only the two girls and the people behind the scenes, like you directing the film and Lisa sort of doing, you know, overviewing everything, but also the girls' horses mules, dogs, I mean, get to know the different personalities because this is going to be a year-long trip. And what better thing than just kind of follow along and, and get to know what these different animals are like and how they change over the year. Well, that's exciting. I mean, I was just talking to the girls and saying the exact same thing. The hard thing for me is having the patience 
because I, I record it, I film it, I have the photographs, I want to put them out now. And for the documentary, you can't do that. I've got to hold back and, and really take some time with it. But the work that you do, and I mean, your turnaround is just boom, that quick. So it, it, it's your professional, obviously. I don't so, no, but I don't think it has to do with professional. I, has, I think it has to do with the concept because you're professional too. But what you do is so much more involved. I... I'm only going to use one, you know, movie camera. I, I know that I've got to do it in one take. I can't be, you know, editing afterwards. This has to go fast. So, you know, everybody kind of knows the way that I do things. I kind of give them tips on how it's going to work so that we can do it in that one take. I just do the one movie camera and we do an intro and outro and a few words from them, keep it short and sweet, and then it can be posted right away. So we're just different than what we're what our goals are but it's fun to compare equipment and I, I know we were the morning we were starting off together the other day it's like looking at think tank bags and Nikon cameras and, and all the different things and um, it's just fun to collaborate on stuff like that it really is and you've been using some of those same cameras and same types of equipment for a long time are you still sticking with this, the the things the items that you've been using for all this time yeah you know i uh i'm pretty one of i'm one of these people that really likes what i use and sort of tries to compact and pull it together and figure it how i'm going to use everything and also to keep it so my wires and connectors and um, the, the movie stuff and the film stuff are all where they need to be. So if I'm in the middle of a shoot and my battery goes on my camera, I know that there's another battery in the bag or another card in the bag. And if I'm doing the movie, I have my movie bag with me and I know if I need another card or what have you, you know, the the microphones or I have that stuff right there with me because otherwise it gets very confusing. And when you get too much stuff, it can be even beyond confusing. So I try to keep my basic things together and that's the photo stuff and the movie stuff. And then I have extra bags with extra wires and things that may happen along the way because you just never know. So I try to keep that separate, but no, it's, um, it's a system. We all have our system and I love watching what you do and I'm learning from you because I do want to understand more about the editing part of it. It's just that, you know, you have to spend all this time after the fact pulling it all together. And I'm just the opposite. I've got to get it up as quick as I can, get it to Equus, you know, the television network so that they can put it up as quickly. And I have to try to do the best product that I can within that time. And sometimes it's a challenge. I know with the series that I'm working on, I've looked at them all and part of them were done in the brighter sun and that made it very difficult. And sometimes you can't see your screen and you're not going to know what you've got until you, you view it. So sometimes it's not as perfect as you'd like it to be. Well, and you have an ease of what I, I was, I love the fact that all of the guest videographers and photographers have a certain style. And, you know, Rhonda Gregorio has some beautiful work, the books that she does and the, the photography that she's done with Mustangs in the past, I know will come out in the footage that she's shooting. Jacqueline Taylor has been doing some stuff also for Equus Television, and she has a certain style. And then I see your work and you just have such an ease in speaking with people and your interviews and you get gorgeous shots. So what do you think is your strength? What do you consider your forte? 
Um, I think it's the fact that I'm very relaxed when I talk to people and I really mean that this is a conversation. I don't think about the fact that I'm being taped or that they're being taped. I want them to understand that we're in a conversation and forget everything else. And let's just have this great short conversation and, you know, get to the heart of the, of what's going on and what they feel and what they think. And I also think that when you speak about something that people are passionate about, it does, it becomes a conversation. And, and I'm going to bring you back a, a long time ago when I, I um, worked for Christopher Reeve and I remember the very first interview I had before his accident was, you know, when he was walking and we had a chance to talk. And I remember when I started the conversation with him, he I truly think that he thought I was going to ask him the typical about his acting and all of that. And so he was a little bit hesitant at first and corrected me when I called him Reeves and it's really Reeve and then suddenly I started asking him questions about horses and the ride that he did and, and his passion for horse back riding and stuff. And suddenly the conversation became a conversation. And I've always thought about that, that that's what is really important, that you forget that you're there in front of a camera taping something and that the person that you're talking to feels like they're actually having a conversation with you. And that's what I think my, my strength is. I would definitely agree with that. And so that does bring me to something I wanted to ask you. You had some conversations with the girls about their animals. And I know I can't wait to see that because I know those are going to be the times that they get the most excited and talking about why they're here, what they're doing, and the whole adoption process and, and trying to you know, make it bring about awareness for the Mustangs in holding. I already keep thinking I need one in the backyard. <laughs> so. <laughs> But of, of all of the animals that you met that they brought along on this journey, is there one in particular that just you felt a kinship with that, strike, that struck you as, as just being special? There's actually no one. There, there are different things that stand out for me. For instance, Rosette, which is uh, Hannah's horse. The, just the beautiful colors of that horse are, are so interesting. And knowing the story behind it was fascinating. And I, I have to say that I think that is another reason that I, um, I, I can relate, I think, to people when I'm talking to them. Because as a journalist, I think we have the wonderful skill of actually listening. It's not like we're thinking about the next thing we're going to say. We're listening to what they have to say because we might have a question about it. We're really interested. So... I found that horse interesting. And when I found out the story, I thought, wow, to see this animal so kind and loving and affectionate now knowing what the backstory is. But I also remember with Lisanne, when we talked about, you know, she has a mule, a Mustang mule, and that that idea was strange to me. I was like, what does that mean? And she was explaining all the different things. So I think every story is fascinating. Even the dogs, when you see them bouncing around and know that, yeah, they had them for a while or they haven't had them for a while. I mean, it's it's intriguing to me. And sort of picking and choosing is not easy to do. I, I love just learning about everything and everybody. Well, I think that shows in the way that you speak with people in the interviews when they come out. And I guess it's, that is a similarity we have. I'm always learning new things. And so it's always an interesting, it's always interesting to hear uh, somebody else's perspective and just seeing how we can turn it into a story. So 
I think that's pretty exciting. So will you catch up with the team again along the way? Is there a plan for the future or do you know anything yet? You're always so busy. I never know. Yeah, I don't really know. You know, I, I never know what uh, what the future brings to me. You know, I I taped about uh, 16 or 17 interviews with them so that I would have plenty to spread out and, and so that people could get to know one animal a day or what have you. So I, you know, I wanted to make sure that if I never go back there again, at least, you know, we've got a lot of fun stuff for Equus Television Network. Absolutely. And I look forward to seeing you again in November up in Illinois in St. Charles near Chicago for our new version of the Equus Film and Arts Fest, at least for this year. And um, I know we'll have a blast more together again. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Lisa Dearson was so much fun with uh, the Mustang Discovery Ride. And now we go back to where Lisa and I really joined forces, and that was with the Equus Film and Arts Fest. So, uh, yeah, we'll be in for my first time in Chicago uh, doing a whole new different concept with the Equus Film and Arts Fest this year because we're going to be virtual again, but we're going to be live as well. You know, you and me and Lisa and a few other people. Yeah, Bruce and I can't wait. We will, we will definitely plan to see you up there. So thank you so much for joining us today, Diana. I look, look forward to seeing you again. Well, thank you for inviting me. I love talking with you. We, we have so much in common. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So if, if all goes well, the plan is Delaware first, and how early are you girls hoping to be there, and what is what is sort of your schedule? I'm hoping to meet up with you and at least have some time to get those preliminary. I'll be there. So but, I think we're tentatively looking at being there September 25th, and then on September 26th, we're doing something with like the Mustang meet and greet society or something i can't remember yeah, uh, it's it is um american mustang and borough association delvamara chapter okay so yeah so we want to do like a meet and greet and a little demonstration or presentation that day and then we'll have one day the 27th where i previously talked with gloria mitchell who is in charge of putting together our permits for like filming on the beach right now yeah she's supposed uh, to stuff and I haven't gotten it from her so I was going to reach back out to her too yeah um I kind of wanted to touch base with her too um because we want to add horses to that so I don't know if that changes the uh, stuff that we need to film but anyways we're supposed to film that night of the 27th because uh you know the sun rises in the east and settles in the west but like it would create like that really cool golden hour light along the beach and like just catching that romantic thing. So like um, I asked her if we could film that night and then also film the morning of September 28th where we're catching the sunrise on the East coast with the ocean. And then we would ride out after we get the shots that we want along the beach September cool. 28th and start heading West. 
I talked a little bit with Jacqueline yesterday on our Instagram and she was like, who will I be riding? Like, what do I need to do? And like, I sent her photos of the horse that she'll be riding and even one of him like pulling a ski drawer. So like pulling oh, cool. in the winter time. And she was like, I've never even heard of that, but that's so cool. So she's very well, excited. She's, did she tell you how what much she's been practicing? Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. I know. Yeah, I know. I told her really we were putting her on the safest horse that's been there, done that, that'll take care of her and the equipment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's good though. Absolutely. Can you each get a little bit of footage now of the horses, the, the mule stang, whoever you're going to be bringing with you and, and have just some generic stuff of you doing what you do so that we can send it to me so we can have that as you're talking about the planning and stuff that we can drop in from that. We that actually have a professional videographer here who's Hannah's cousin that we might be able to talk to her about doing some footage of that with us while she's here for the next two weeks. That would be great. Separate so from get, study. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to talk to her. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I also we're still figuring out like who we're taking. So I mean, I guess we can just film everybody and then cut out whoever we don't end up taking or mm -hmm. yeah, I still don't even know who I'm writing. <laughs> and that's fine well, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my biggest thing is like, I have really good individual animals, but I, my animals aren't good team players. So finding <laughs> animals that work well together. Uh, yeah. That's been my problem. So uh, yeah, I thought I narrowed it down, but it's, it's hard. <laughs> so, I know what you mean. <laughs> my critters are all business. They're very good. <laughs> I wonder if it has anything to do with the personalities. I would say then don't worry about specific animals, but maybe just some B-roll of you packing stuff up or feeding or just anything that would be of preparation. And then okay. the other thing, in case I forget to tell you later, that that drive to get to Delaware is going to be long. You're going to be tired. So some of that in the car of oh my god, how far? How much further? And can we are we there yet? Room and are we there yet? And all that. But then the excitement of actually getting there, all that's fun. So that's all footage. We actually have some story. We actually have some film on my phone from when we took our road trip originally out east that I can wow. try sending to you guys. So I don't know yeah. what how much or how little I have, but I guess, I guess from a script standpoint, I know we had talked about, uh, or, or I overheard, maybe it was in conversation to film like someone inspired by us and them getting their Mustang. And, um, I did want to, I do want to talk to my partners, a steady horse. We're filming a wild horse gentling course right now. I imagine they want it. They want the footage for the course, but, um, I mean, I imagine we could be, potentially use some of that film as like okay here is a 12 year old she's getting her first mustang and like and like that can be uh utilized maybe as another angle of like here is somebody you know getting their first mustang and getting started um which for me is really especially with the youth is really important because I started at 17 in the Mustang. So like to then like, here's a girl who with big dreams and big passions and here she's just getting started with the Mustang. Like to me, that's kind of uh, an interesting angle. And I, I love the idea. So I just wanted to offer like, I mean, I can't for sure offer it until I talk to steady horse, but I imagine they would be okay with us using some of this footage 
you know, as a more story angle versus like we're using it as a educational. Um, well, the, you, and your promotion with this is going to do nothing but get Steady Horse more more uh, more viewers and more subscribers the other thing that i was kind of thinking like with this series is because pretty much the point of the next two weeks is to get this horse tip tip trained essentially so that way they can take it on the trailer and down the trail with them and continue its education but the most important thing is the tip thing and like with hannah being a clinician and all like i think it's important that we have material where we're like helping train tip trainers because like we need those tip trainers to then train the horses that we can actually get out into the general public. So I think like that's another facet of that. Definitely. That and that's part of my that. part of the story too. My partner, Bruce, is going to become tip trained and will be part of the story too. So we just got to figure out how in the world to get one of these Mustangs to South Carolina <laughs> and, be, and have, some, cool. have some way of doing that. So yeah. I guess Alex to Paula. I'm going to call her. But here's the deal. Bruce is a big guy. So it's got to be a big you mean like some big those, Wyoming Mustangs. Yeah, one of those big bucking horses that got loose and got out mixed up with, <laughs> you know. Yeah. We have, he'll be the trainer and this is his whole, whole program is all groundwork and that sort of thing too. But we already have the adopter pretty much on board and he's a veteran. He's a U.S. Um, wildlife firefighter. And so they fly him into California when they have fires and that sort of thing. So we're going to kind of, on my end of doing things, we're going to document his story too. So, oh, cool. so really I mean, but what, what you're talking about with steady horse and talking to you, putting you and Bruce in touch with each other, I think is going to be big yeah. To, yeah. to talk yeah. about how, how normal everyday people can find the horses and then find programs like steady horse or Bruce or whoever. Oh. Um, you know, that we've got 12 states to cover. And so a lot of those side stories can definitely fit into that. Yeah. So, awesome. Cool. Well, I know y'all will probably have more to talk about. I'm going to scoot out, but um, I think we, at least it was a great time to talk to you and meet you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, good to meet you. Yeah. Cool. Thank All you. Right. Talk to you later, Julianne. Bye. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by JA Media Productions and the Equus Film and Arts Fest. Special thanks to our sponsors, the Mustang Heritage Foundation, BLK Water, and Espana Silk.